Welcome back to For the Love of Men podcast. My name is Courtney Shand, and I'm hosting with my dear friend, Brianna Mosier. Hi. The intention of the show is to bring together men and women to create healthy, polarized relationship dynamics by learning how to honor each other's natural masculine and feminine energetic core. We are so excited to dive in this week. We are going live on TikTok. If you are not following us on TikTok, you'll want to hop over and do that because we do go live over there pretty often yes, uh, for the Love of Men podcast on TikTok. But before we dive in, I want to introduce you to my friend Bree, what she is bringing to the conversation, and then we can get started. And then obviously and then introduce me too. you. Yeah, me yeah. too. We have to introduce ourselves. A hundred percent. So my name is Bree. If this is your first episode with us... My work in the world is helping really driven, ambitious women attract healthy, empowered, masculine partners by embodying their empowered feminine energy. And I help usually those same women, sometimes in the same coaching relationship, sometimes in a separate, grow their businesses as entrepreneurs. And it's pretty amazing. My background is also in sex, love, and intimacy, so I have programs surrounded about pleasure. Um, And it's just so juicy. Courtney, tell the people your work. Yes. I'm a trauma-informed dietitian and relationship mentor. I work with the uh, nervous system to help people release generational patterns that are keeping them from showing up in healthy ways, whether it is metaphorically to the table or quite literally, um, so that you can show up as the most authentic version of yourself and really get more of those needs met and shine. Love it. Yes. What are we talking about today? We're doing a live on TikTok. We, yeah. And we're happy to do your questions on TikTok as well. So if you have questions around feminine, masculine energy, dating, relationships, most of the people who watch our TikTok lives, I would say by far and larger men. Yeah. We get a lot of male listeners. Which we love. Via, we love it. Uh, and I mean, the nature of the name of the show, right? <laughs> Let's people know it's a safe place. Um, but we'd love for you to put in your questions. So if you have any on your not on live, please feel free to do that. We do have a little topic to kick it off with. Well, you want to explain it because it was your... Yes, I will explain it. Your thought. I saw this from a TikTok creator, and if I can find his name, I'll put it in the link in the show notes to credit him. Um, but he was explaining, he started his TikTok off by saying, which we were saying, what a great hook this is. I've cracked the code on dating between men and women and heterosexual relationships and why it can feel so difficult. And I was like, I'm listening. I'm ready. He says, women tend to date from 100%. They meet a guy, they like him, they envision this life. They're like, he's 100% who I want and he starts there. Usually that's coupled with a lot of ideas of how they think that he should be or how they want him to be. And so as they start dating him, they're incrementally going down from 100 as they're disappointed or let down or their expectations aren't met. He goes down to 90, then 80, all those things. And men tend to date the opposite way, which I would argue is probably a little bit healthier and more empowered, not to shame women. It just, you'll understand when you hear it, that men tend to start from zero and or like maybe 20 or 30. If you're pretty, they're attracted to you. You have a good vibe. You've got like 30 points out of a hundred. And then as you build rapport and get to know each other, you build more points. But women do the opposite, which is why by the time he gets to, okay, now I'm at 70, 80%. I'm really into you. She's like, well, I'm also at 70 or 80%, but it's from disappointment, not because we built the rapport, but because you were up here and now you're down here. And this mismatch can cause a lot of mismatching. The wow. mismatch is mismatching. Whoa. Yeah. When you were saying that, I was like, we do not mean actual points. No. Throwback. <laughs> we are not talking about actual points. Don't come at us. Our first nightmare. For our 
<laughs> for our points theory here. We are not talking about actual points, metaphorically here. No, that is such a great point because um, when when you are at a 70 or an 80% because of disappointment, what's filling in those other 30, 20, 30 points is the roots of potential resentment. Disappointment's mm-hmm. a tough one, I think, for the feminine to hold, at least mm-hmm. for my clients. That's been historically mm-hmm. the um, one of the more difficult emotions to be with um, because we're not taught how to do it in an empowered way. So... Yeah, that makes such a great, great point where kind of the supply demand curve is um, not happening in our favor. Yes. Men who are on live here, let us know, has this been your experience? Yes or no? Or is there another way that you kind of approach dating? Uh, and women who are listening, if that resonates with you, I'd love to know. Do you start from 100? I know when I was dating, that, that felt true for me. Mm-hmm. I really was holding people like, great, I'm assuming the best out of you. Like, you're going to show up as this empowered partner. Mm-hmm. And then when people naturally were human and didn't know what you might have needed or how you might want to be loved, and you have to communicate those things, there would be this like deduction of points versus now from a more empowered lens is not like that at all. <laughs> yeah. But when you're dating from a wounded place, you're just trying to get your need met and you're trying to stay safe. And so that kind of like, they've dropped me feeling can be quite jarring mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yep i forget who it was um no heidi Preeb, uh another creator was talking about using limerence as a way of self-regulating especially early in the dating space and i think mm-hmm. that's this hundred percent is kind of this like limerent idea of who you're going to be all of my like fantasies are being projected onto this person before we've have actually seen any behavioral backing up and so every time that's not reinforced you're not reinforcing what i would like for you to be Mm. you're showing me who you actually are that discrepancy creates such disappointment in my system that i'm not seeing it as this discrepancy does this work for me i'm seeing it as disappointment um and so to pivot a little bit and really see the discrepancy for what it is and really evaluate is this something that i can be with or is this something that i need to um, communicate or move along. Mm-hmm. We would love to know if you're on TikTok Live, what questions, thoughts are coming up for you around this, or just in general, if you have questions around feminine, masculine energy, healthy dating relationship, that's what we do. I know some of you have been here before, some of you are new, so feel free to drop in your questions. The Q&As are so fun when we get rolling. Yeah, they really are. I really, really enjoy them. It's been quiet. Say hi when you're popping on, people. (laughs) They almost tricked me. I almost read that out loud. (laughs) So sometimes you also get troll questions, Courtney and I. (laughs) And we are not afraid Uh, to block people, so... A hundred percent. You're serious questions only. Um, I would argue it's a way more empowered lens, and we were talking about this before the show, to flip that dating paradigm on its head, right? And I think it's Oprah Winfrey who said, when people show you who you who they are, believe them. Instead of having this big idea of who someone should be when you first meet them, to get to know that person at baseline. Okay, this is an attractive person in front of me. Great, let me see how they show up. Let me see how they love and see if that works for me. And that's not to say that you, if it isn't working for you, you can't make requests because you can. That's another big gap I often see mm-hmm. in the dating world is people are so quick to be like, well, they're not showing up. 
let me back myself up because of the advice of like when people show you who they are, believe them, it gets taken to the extreme. And then people think, oh, he did. he's not consistent with his text messages. It doesn't really matter if he's busy or not. I'm just going to cut him off. Yep. When in reality, you could make a request. Hey, consistent communication is really important to me. It helps me feel close. Is this something that you think you could do? And if that person says no, great. Now you have a decision to make. Yep. Most of the time they're going to be like, oh, that makes sense. Especially empowered masculine partners. That makes sense. Okay, what does that look like to you? It's probably going to be the next question. Yep. So this like leaving too soon kind of thing really gets on my nerves, yep. especially with TikTok creators. Talk a lot about that. Have you seen that? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. That's so funny because I, um, hey, I just want to respond to Daniel real quick. This is not a man bashing channel uh, it's <laughs> on the opposite. TikTok. This is really <laughs> to empower men and women to create healthy relationship dynamics together, masculine and feminine relationship uh, polarity. So <clears throat> we're not here to bash anybody, but we do want to talk about this because this is something that impacts dating and relating. I do see that a lot because people say when when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. And I think it creates this undertone of shame. And therefore, if you're in your wounded feminine at all, it's going to hook that little bit of shame mm. of you not being... Um, empowered enough you're not being the boss of your life you should have higher standards all these like terms mm. get thrown around and they just it's like the lipstick on a pig thing of like they just cover your shame a little bit your humanness enough for you to feel like well i don't have to deal with that this is my standard mm. when the reality is is standards are the filter for people they're not the like pull people up energy it's the you would just move on if that is truly your standard you would just move on you wouldn't have to have this whole big like thing i think that's where it gets a little bit dramatic is people push themselves to have these big like standards conversations um and it's not necessarily from human to human it's more from this like so that i can feel superior Oh, it's ego-driven is what you're saying. Yes, You think thank some you. people yes. approach it to feed their ego. Like, well, I have standards, so you need to meet me here. Yeah. Versus I know long-term I will shut down if we don't have consistent communication. And I don't want to shut down. Mm -hmm. I'm into you. Like, I'm liking where this is going. Is this possible? Mm -hmm. That's very... Is that what you mean? Yeah. 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 But they hear those type of phrases of, like, believe people when they tell you who they are. Or you should have standards. And that like fans the flame for them where mm -hmm. they feel like they should be like coming in with this, uh, you know, iron fist sort of thing A hundred or else they're not empowered or they're not feminine enough. That's the story underneath it. Yes. 10 out of 10. We just got a little question come in. Have dating apps been a net good or bad experience for forming relationships? Ooh, you want to take the first question? Or would you like me to, uh, go for it. Well, here's the thing. I have a hot take on this, a strong take on this. And it's similar to what Courtney and I always say. It's not about the action that you take. It's about the energy you take it from. So if you go onto dating apps with a lot of past resentment and feeling like, oh, it's such a big pool and the end, the options are endless. So nobody actually moves you off the app. And it's always all these conversations and lot it up. You go in with that energy, I guarantee you will not have a good experience. Yep. My experience on dating apps when I was dating was always positive. Yep. But it was because my focus was majorly on my self-development energy and how it was showing up. 
And being on a dating app was just a way to open the channel for God Source Universe to bring me aligned partners. Mm -hmm. That's how I viewed it. So I didn't have any expectation of the dating app is the solution. I knew the solution is my energy and the orientation of my energy and the posture of my heart and how open I am and how much I trust the goodness of men, how much I trust love to come, how much I trust in my innate desirability. That was what made the dating app so fun for me Mm -hmm. and also drama free. There was no like this person messaged me, but then they didn't. And then they didn't ask to take me off the app. I'd be like, oh, we didn't click. Doesn't mean I'm not attractive. Doesn't mean I'm bad at conversation. None of those things, because I had worked through all of that prior. So I think they will be a net good or bad experience depending on the way that you approach it. So well said. Yep. It is always just a neutral ground. Mm -hmm. It's like anything else. When you allow yourself to become the victim, of course you're going to be finding victim stories. 100%. In any capacity. They're they're there. You could find them if you want to do that. Or you can find a really empowered way to see it. Mm -hmm. Um, Not that you have to like force yourself to to shift it. Mm -hmm. But the reframes are there. And if you're willing to give yourself the benefit of reframing it, you can have a completely different felt experience. Totally. And if you're not having a positive experience on the dating apps, take a break. Take a break. Look at your belief system around it, right? Mm-hmm. Work with corn your eye. We'll refine your profile. <laughs> I do this I for clients all the yeah. time. It is so important. Yeah. The pictures, the prompts you answer, how you answer them allows in people who will self-select in that are empowered or self-select in who are wounded. And sometimes people aren't even aware of the energy that they're portraying on the app. Have you found that with your clients too? Um, like people just, what I mean is, do people just kind of fill them out like, well, I'll answer this question because it feels easy and I'll just put up this photo because I like it without thinking yes. about, am I casting the net for quality partners? Yes. What yeah. am I actually trying to filter for here? Yes. Right. Make the Make the app work for you. That's always going to be the most advantageous. It's like marketing or a website. You know, you want to be making that work for you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Otherwise, Mm -hmm. you will feel victimized by it. It's going to continually feel like a job to you. And that's not a fun space to date from energetically. Not a fun space to be on the other side of either. So, Mm -mm. And people... I'm going to say this how it's coming through. Go for it. People don't want to date people who resent dating. (laughs) It's just not fun to date somebody who walks into a date and is like, oh, so anyway, how long have you been dating? It's hard out here, huh? Like, it doesn't matter if you're on the dating app or you meet in a bookstore at that point. It's just not a magnetic energy versus somebody who loves their life, knows the value they bring to the table, wants a partner, doesn't necessarily need a partner. You know, that's a really fun person to date because they're not choosing you out of need. They're choosing you as an additive to their life. Yeah. And they already love dating and they love life. They don't need you to fill a hole, which is a really freeing way to be. Yes. That's such a great point. Have you noticed, I've been seeing this uh, pattern where sometimes people who enjoy the process of dating, enjoy the process of dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked it. But then they don't do, they're not like looking necessarily for the relationship piece. They just enjoy the social aspect of it, which is fine too, Mm -hmm. if you're honest about that. Yeah, I think my clientele tends to be in the camp of like seeking long-term relationship in their person. 
Um, but there, when I was dating a few years ago, there were people like that mm -hmm. who weren't really sure what they wanted and they were just dating for the company and companionship. Mm -hmm. And I was really clear on my standard for, oh, I'm, I'm actually dating with intention. So yeah. for me, that was an energetic standard that was, oh, we're not aligned. And that's cool. You know, do what you want to do, but mm -hmm. I'm not getting tied up in that. <laughs> yes. That's going to be drama for me and fun for you when I want it. And I am out. Yes. Yes. Great example of an actual standard. Mm -hmm. What that looks like in practice. That's a no. We're mm -hmm. not moving forward with that. A hundred percent. Yeah. Feel free to, I know I've, you've heard this on the podcast about five times, but if you're on the TikTok live, you're just popping on, feel free to say hi and drop in any questions you have around feminine, masculine energy, dating and relationships. We're here for it. Your serious questions, we love them. And we usually get some really good questions from the men on TikTok Live. Mm -hmm. Well, we've got a quieter live, but that could be fun because you have a little more anonymity. That we only true. say your first name, so we protect your privacy. That is very true. <laughs> I'm trying to think back to dating apps. I wonder how they've changed. I'm wondering how they've evolved, too, with all the data that they have gotten from... Mm -hmm you know, doing this for several years. The one thing that I would say um, might be interesting is that different dating apps attract different types of people. Totally. And if you're finding that there's kind of like a, a block on one of the apps for you, you're just not enjoying the process, switch. Before you totally throw in the towel, just switch platforms and see what happens. It may mm -hmm. be a totally different experience for you because you're probably drawing in a totally different audience just thought a hundred percent my clients tend to really love hinge and bumble bumble's very i never got into that when i was dating but hinge is great because you have so many different prompts where you can cast the net very intentionally mm -hmm. um and i think bumble is similar now though it's been a mm -hmm. while since i've been on it yeah i think that was the first one that i used was bumble um mm -hmm. it's been a while but things like uh, Tinder and all that old stuff I've heard is more for casual hookups. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hinge is difficult for men unless you pay. Oh, can uh, you explain that? Yeah. I've not been, I don't know. On that side. Hello. We see you're saying hi. Um, we'd love your feedback, comments, questions as you're popping on. Feel free. Yeah, yeah. You can also do voice notes now on Hinge, which is cool. Did you know that? Yes. I was telling you about that. And I always tell my women, 10 out of 10, do the voice note. You can communicate so much more energy about who you are if you do the voice notes and receive mm -hmm. so much more from the other person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been, it's actually fun that we haven't talked about dating in a while. We've talked more relationship focused in a while. You can only send one message per day unless you buy the premium. Oh, Wow. Like you can only initiate one message after you guys have both liked each other? That's so interesting. It was not like that before. Yeah. So like you can't text back and forth? Weird. Yeah, that is interesting. I didn't know that. Um, hmm. We're waiting for your question. We are here. We normally get questions like this. Boom, boom, boom. Snap, snap, snap. Yeah, we're usually having to scroll through these questions. So. And track them. And we're ready for them. We are here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that... that. Oh. 
Only one new reach out. After connection is established, then you can message normal. Interesting. So you have to really decide which person do I want to reach out to today. Huh. We should probably give the women a lot of feelings of specialness, which is good. If they knew that. I wonder if women know that. I don't, I've never heard of that before. Yeah. That's so wild. I don't know if that's a new thing or not, but. Hmm. hmm. Interesting. That's, and I wonder if it's the same for women. That would surprise me because of feminism and the impact of you know, women being able to also pursue and initiate mm-hmm. the connections, I'd be mm-hmm. surprised that they're limiting male reach outs. I don't know. I think that's how Bumble's created though, that the woman has to do the Bumble, but Hinge wasn't. Oh, isn't like that, that what he's talking about? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh you're talking about Hinge. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to remember Hinge. Um Bumble is you have to be the first yeah. one. Wow. Yeah, that would be tricky. Tricky to navigate. I'll have to think about that one. Mm-hmm. Thank you for, for sharing that. What are some things that if you men, since this is mostly men listening on live right now, we have a whole episode on what makes masculine profiles magnetic to the feminine. It's like number 15 or it's mm-hmm. early in our episodes. We were doing a lot on dating apps. The last couple have been more relationship focused, but, um, the dating apps and what makes the masculine profile really magnetic might be worth listening to because mm. you can also arrange your your profile to be attracting the right type of women mm-hmm. being transparent about what you're looking for is one of the fastest ways to find a self-selecting match mm-hmm And for the men listening, if you can get really clear on the qualities and characteristics that matter to you Mm -hmm. in a partner, let that be known in your profile. It doesn't have to be this harsh, I only accept women who X, Y, Z, because that's going to come off very wounded masculine. But you can share things like, I'm impressed by a woman who is emotionally intelligent, driven in her career, and spiritual. To be honest, that's how I would answer the prompt, but for men. <laughs> I was so. like, this sounds surprisingly familiar. <laughs> I have one move. <laughs> uh, but I know what works. So like, if you know what works for you, what your hard deal breakers are, and mm-hmm. the type of woman you really vibe with, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe it's women who are adventurous, love to go hiking, and want to... Yeah, they're spontaneous, and they want to like camp out in my truck overnight. It's not going to be me. But there is a woman out there <laughs> that would like that. So can you make that known in your profile so that women who feel like they do want to use the bathroom in the wilderness for a whole weekend can self-select into that option? They're out there. Yes. Just wouldn't, wouldn't be us. But they do exist. Yes. <laughs> Did you hear that little thump? Yes. That better not be that squirrel on my roof. Oh no. For those who don't follow me on Instagram, I have a squirrel who's trying to inhabit my roof. And luckily I have the nicest neighbor who's been helping me prevent it. Uh, but that better not be him. Yikes. It did sound like it was crawling around. So, whew. okay. Back, back on topic. We're not related. Just, this comes up in every single live. We're not related. Just friends. Just friends. <laughs> um, yeah, that's hilarious. So yeah, so 
putting out there what you're actually hoping to attract on either side of the conversation is only going to help the other person identify, is this something that resonates with me? Mm -hmm. And that way, going back to that initial thing, we're not starting with this unrealistic expectation of like, I want him to be X, Y, and Z. It's more likely that he is going to naturally be X, Y, and Z because you're putting that out there or she's naturally going to be X, Y, and Z. And as you get to know her, you're going to start to see these things come to, uh, uh, come to the table. A hundred percent. And also sharing the ways that you show up as a partner that you're proud of, where you feel the most authentic. If you can put that on your profile, that will allow women to see, oh, this is is this the type of partner that I'm wanting to co-create it mm. with, you know? Yes. So if you are somebody who's really in your empowered masculine and you love to take initiative and plan the things, right? Put that on your profile. Put like, you know, I ha- whatever the prompt is, I have the best time with people when I get to plan the date and surprise her and make her feel really special and loved. Would work for me. Right, that's going to be a green, oh, okay, you get to plan the date, great. And empowered feminine woman is going to love that. Mm-hmm. So the ways that you show up, how can you show that in your profile? And how so authentic well can you be too? Yeah. If you love camping and hiking, have those photos on there. If you want to be in fancy hotels and do, I was going to say spa days, but you're probably not going to own that in your profile as much as I want you to. Yeah. Um, but show the nice environments. If you love fashion, show the different outfits that you wear. Like really try to think about how do I portray the entire essence of who I am mm-hmm. in this very short little snippet about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not just the best parts of me, like the most true parts of you. Yes. That's the difference. You can get headshots done. You can create this whole persona. Yeah. The whole vibe. And you're not going to have the experience that you're looking for on the app. Mm-hmm. It's not going to translate. Mm-hmm. Cause it's a felt thing. The energy always goes first. Totally. Mm-hmm. And don't you want a partner who actually wants the authentic version of you? If you create a persona, you're not helping anybody, not her, not you. <laughs> Cause she's going to be attracted to that version when you're actually, I don't know, goofy and nerdy and silly and love music and dancing. Yeah. Show up that way. That way you end up with the most aligned partner who sees that and goes, yes. That's for me. Yes, I like that. And instead of this like downward trajectory, it's going to be straight across. Mm-hmm. We're going to stay higher level for the longer period of time. And that's going to be helpful as you're getting to know her, bringing your attraction to uh, the, the relationship dynamic. Thank you for the kind comments. That's sweet. Aww. Um, you know what else? On that note... Put accurate photos in. Oh, especially I'm talking to the women. <laughs> I love you so much. I've done it too. And don't use face filtered, face tuned photos. Of course, choose the angles that you feel confident in and show up in a way you feel confident, but also ref- photos of who you are are really good. So mm-hmm. I think of um, when I was dating, I had this, the, the thing that got me the most like, Lick, links, likes. <laughs> That's what you were looking for on the dating app. <laughs> I love it when Courtney makes dirty jokes. It is my life force energy when she makes dirty jokes. <laughs> makes me so happy. Um, okay. I'm catching up on that. Thank you. Feel what free to got put you in... the most 
the most likes on the dating app was. The picture, but thank you. Okay, I'm so Wow, now everyone is getting... getting notified. Hello, Hi. we have been talking about <laughs> dating apps. Men, thank you for showing up. We are asking your opinion yes. on dating apps. The thought of this whole thing was that men start from a lower point uh, of attraction. They're building attraction as time goes on. Women start with this high point of attraction with hopes and dreams of what he's going to be like and over time find that the reality sets in leading to more disappointment. We kind of have this like supply demand curve that's not in our favor. Mm. So tell us if that's been your experience. We'd love to hear. Phil says, agreed. Eddie said, that's cap. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Okay, we're loving your engagement. Thank yes. you so much. If you're watching the video version, it was like five live people, and now it's 100. <laughs> TikTok's so weird. <laughs> normally. This is how it is normally, so we're glad this is showing up. Yes. Cool. By the way, we're pretty ruthless with comments, so if you say anything that makes us feel uncomfortable, we are just going to mute or block. Yep. Um, okay, what I was going to say is when I was dating, I had a video that got the most likes and replies like people matching which was a video of me without makeup on with my hair's naturally curly and I was you couldn't it wasn't revealing at all but I was at the beach with my sister and she was making me laugh and it was a video of me laughing for like three seconds barefaced that was the the video that got the most asking questions and wanting to match and all those things and I think it had a lot to do with the authenticity the energy and being barefaced and I never felt like I was gonna um, show up as not who they expected because I was putting photos like that, which is a relief too. You can use right here if you want. Oh, great. Oh, you can't block no, them I can't. there. Yeah. What are you trying to get? That one. Which one? This one? Yep. Okay. Oh, no. That no. one? No, this one. Oh. Got it. Yeah. YouTubers, you're welcome for the up close and personal. Yeah, we are... Getting all up in your face. I can't make it go. Hang on. Yeah, I was going to say, this is interesting with your nails. So I've recently started wearing longer nails. It does affect the function of my everyday life. Yep. And I'm trying to get used to it. Ooh. What do girls look for in dude's profile? Hey, Eddie, we have an entire episode for this. Actually, probably two. The things that make masculine uh, profiles magnetic. I think it was episode like 15 or so. Mm -hmm. Go back and listen to that. What we have been talking about since I think you guys just hopped on here is when you can convey who you are and what you're looking for in the prompts, those are going to be the questions that you're wanting to ask, not just putting pictures up to put pictures up, not just answering, you know, I like fishing or <laughs> that was the example that I saw a lot, uh, which is fine. If that's your hobby, that's awesome. But maybe that's a um, conversation that you have on the first date is what your hobby is. Maybe what you're needing to, if you're not seeing a real conversion on the dating apps, I would suggest answering the questions through the lens of who am I trying to attract? What does she need to know to let her know that I am for her? And it's probably not that you enjoy fishing. There's nothing against fishing, but if you're talking about wanting to attract a quality partner, that what you do for hobbies is probably going to be stuff that comes up naturally in your conversations on the first date. So uh, we're getting a lot of what just like spammy comments. And one of the, one of the women listening said filtering these comments is like filtering good men on dating apps. I, there's a lot coming through. You're right. We hear you. There's a um, lot coming through. 
Courtney, what do you think about, now that we've got some good momentum, please feel free to keep putting your questions and we're gonna get to as many as we can. You wanna do a part two of this yes. Q&A? All right, cool, because we've got a lot to come. So come back for part two if you're listening on the YouTube or the podcast. But if you're on TikTok, keep on asking your questions. Stay put. Stay put.